Are we recording? No, too much, too much, too much, too much. Hey, everybody, welcome to Ducks Watch Together. I'm Josh. I listened to the other songs of that musical, and I agree. The, it is garbage. And on today's episode, we talk about Dune. The cats of science fiction. <laughs> the cats of science fiction. Um, yeah, Cats is bad. Like, it's a bad musical. It's not good. Hot takes coming right out of the gate on the Dune episode. Cats sucks. It's not good. I I, I like the dancing. The dancing is the part that I think uh, got it to be, like, the most, like, successful thing. Um, It's interesting hair and makeup, and the dancing is good. The plot is non-existent. It is a series of poems. It is experimental and avant-garde. Sure. But it is nonsense. I love Cats. That musical is bad. The music is bad. It's awful. Why are we doing this? Why? Why, Tom Hooper? Why? What? Did you... What? Okay, Inquiry of the Half Fortnite. Why does Cats exist? No. So Tom Hooper's gotta work. Got family to feed. Okay. So what are you gonna... Are we recording? Tom Hooper gotta eat. He gotta feed his family. Uh Uh-huh. What do you want him to direct? What musical do you want Tom Hooper to... I don't want Tom Hooper to direct a musical. Okay, well, he has to. No, there are other options. Okay, what do you want him to do? Television. Okay, what musical can you put onto TV? He doesn't have to do a musical. (laughs) He did the King's Speech prior and other BBC television. Go back, adapt some television. Go do some Richie Rich Royal People TV series. Get out of my life, Tom Hooper. You can't win an Oscar for that. Yep, not going to win an Oscar. Really try. <laughs> he really is with his stupid digital fur technology. What if they? What if, okay, okay. Whoa. What yeah. if they take a bold take and they don't sing? They meow. I'm on board. It'd be better, just with subtitles. <laughs> no, <laughs> you'd have to read. We're back at the issue. <laughs> um. Huh. <laughs> I just... Is Idris Elba a detective? He's not He's not the detective. Is he a detective? Oh, okay. He has a detective hat. I mean, that would be... The, yep. I don't know what character anybody is playing, except for that Jennifer Hudson is playing the cat that sings Memory. Yep. They all have, like, the dumbest names. Yeah. It's like... I don't know them. Isn't I don't even like care. is yeah, it's based on T.S. Eliot poems. Yeah, well... Mr. Mistopheles is definitely one. Um... Mm. Grizabella. That's the cat. That's the memory cat. Is that the song he writes? Because I can't imagine that song ever that's, being a poem. That is the one that he writes. That's <laughs> that's the real banger from Cats that everyone knows. They're, like, busting it out. Because it sounds like a real song. Uh, yeah, well, you know. <laughs> real song. Friends, this is as much of a Cats episode as you're going to get, so you better enjoy your Cats talk right now. You say that now, but Cats gosh. is not going on the calendar. You can't stop me from releasing it. Uh, you can record it yourself. That's fine. You can release a Star Wars episode and a Cats episode that week. <laughs> All right, friends, if you want to... Uh, wait, Kylie, what, what, what are you doing? What's Tom Hooper doing for you? What musical are you going to mess up this time? Well, can I choose one that's, like, not good? Sure. And then and maybe he'll just make it mediocre. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, great. What is it? Let's, let's, I mean, let's do it. Let's, I'm, 
the elephant in the room is the Phantom of the Opera. But there's already a Phantom of the Opera movie that everyone loves. Stop. I mean, that everyone loves, right? People love that movie? I'm surprised we're not doing an episode on that. Ugh, me too. Um, yeah, okay, why, why Phantom? Why, why are we bringing that back? Eh, it's already a mediocre show, let's make a mediocre movie! Man, is Andrew Lloyd Webber just tuning in to, like, his fifth favorite movie review podcast, and he's just getting thrown under the bus. I don't know much about AWL. Fine enough human, I think. Just hey, a A-L-W, wonky sorry. dude. Hey, listen, yeah. listen, Andrew Lloyd Webber, I want you to know something. I want mm-hmm. you to know something. The millions of dollars you have... We're not taking that away oh, from yeah. our criticism. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You're fine. As I teach in my musical theater class, you are really good spectacle, but you are not good theater. Populism. You are populism, and that is what you are. You are the Michael Bay of theater. And there's value to that somewhere in the world. I just don't like that value. Okay, what what do you want? What musical do you want him to make? I don't. I want him to. I'm no. You know, whenever I say that, you still tell me I have to come up with stuff. So well, and sometimes you just flat refuse. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you want him to do Phantom of the Opera? I don't need another Phantom of the Opera movie. Tom Hooper is not a good director. Is the problem? So I don't want him to do a big gaudy musical. If I want him to do something, I want him to do something small. Okay. And I want him to do something that is personal about people and a story. American idiot. Yes, there (laughs) it is, right there. I don't. You know what? Here's what I want. I guess the Fantastics. He can go do The Fantastics because it is a four-person musical about a love story about two dads trying to set up their kids. What about Assassins? No. You cannot touch one of my favorite musicals ever. No. Get out of here. He shouldn't do films. He should go back to Um, television. What about West Side Story? No, only Stevie Babes, and it's going to be bad, too. No one should do that again. No one should do it again. You are correct. Speely Babes is going to prove that for us. If he can't do it, no one can. Lots of people could probably do it that aren't named Steven Spielberg. Well, no one needs to do it, though. It's the same with The Lion King. No one needed to do it. Sure. We could make up new ideas. Readapt Romeo and Juliet to a different musical. Figure out a modern way to do that. Like Batman? Like Batman. Make them superheroes? Okay, so like, <laughs> it's this—it's like the daughter of Batman and the son of the Joker, and they're all like fighting, and then like they—they, they, yeah. There you go. Oh, okay. You want? I mean, do you really want Helena to do that? Helena Bottom Carter? No, Helena. That's the name of his his daughter with the Catwoman. I did not know that he had a daughter yeah, with the Catwoman. Yeah. yeah, she's the Huntress. Does Joker have a kid? Yeah, it's a girl. Great, they can have a star-crossed romance. I don't want that. Well, okay, what what bat what Batman do you want? Oh, I don't want a Romeo and Juliet Batman. You literally just suggested it. They already have a Romeo and Juliet thing. It's Catwoman and Batman. They're from two sides of different coins, and they shouldn't be together. But they are. All right, my computer's at twenty-five percent. So, Josh, let's get through this episode. Wait, if there's one more thing that I need to ah! ask you about. 
We don't have a lot to say about Dune, Kylie. I got Kylie. so much to say. What are your thoughts on the Zombieland 2 trailer? It's the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Just end of story? I don't know, Josh. That looks stupid. Yeah? Yeah. Why? Because it looks bad. It looks like we're doing the same jokes as before. We brought in another character who just seems like an awful representation of women. And, like, she's a dumb bum bimbo. And, like, we're just, like, 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 like. Like, I, I know that I, the film is about, like, how even though something terrible has happened in the world, like, you're still purpose to have, like, smiles on your face in some strange way. But, like, this is a zombie apocalypse. Maybe take this stuff a little bit more seriously. Still have a good time. Black care. I'm with you. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone. There this... we go. We did it. All right. That has been your TED Talk. <laughs> All right. Well, friends... If you want to answer the inquiry of the half fortnight, which I think was about Tom Hooper, you can do so at friend of friend podcast at squarespace.com. You can also do so on Apple Podcasts and iTunes if it's a five star review or any star review. Well, what about Heather's the musical? It's already a thing. No, he makes a movie about no, it. No. I want somebody else. <laughs> but you, but if this movie is coming. I don't even love Heather's the musical, <laughs> and I know somebody else wants Tom Hooper into it. That needs to be somebody. Um, no. Okay, who did. Who did Thoroughbreds? That guy. Tom Hooper. No. That guy needs to direct the Heathers musical. He's got something else coming out this year. Fair enough. I'm not saying I love Thoroughbreds, but, like, that's the kind of energy I want on the Heathers musical. Okay, what about the Bring It On musical? Okay, um... Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed. <laughs> Just bring it back. Um, I want somebody who can do dance and choreography really well. Um, you know what? Fudge it. Give me the Greatest Showman guy. Give me that guy for the Bring It On musical. <laughs> you can also find us on... Uh, no, hit that subscribe button. Memories Get out of here! Get out of here! You can also find us on Facebook. Now on with the show. Guys, we watched Dune. Why'd we watch Dune, Kylie? Ann made us. And why did Ann make us? She's not even here to like, defend herself. Or to face the harsh crimes that she's face the committed. music. <laughs> harsh crimes that she's committed. Uh, somehow, someway, because Anne, super smart, super, super smart lady. Super lucky. Uh, she picked the most Oscar, uh, uh, predictions correctly this year. And so she got to pick the movie that we reviewed at some point on this podcast. And that she was going to be here for, but she's not. Because Dune. Because Dune. Um, spoilers, it's dead worms. Spoilers, it's worms? It's dead worms. They're not dead. They're carcasses. What? It despises the word carcass carcasses. Oh, yeah. So, they, yeah, they're dead. Sorry, I thought you meant the worms that were attacking people. I'm like, they're not dead, they're alive. No. Spice is worms. Spice, spice, spice. Spice up your life. Spice it up, spice. Spice it up, spice. That was my argument for why anything <laughs> was happening. Spice. Yeah. It was just spice. That was also David Lynch's argument. Sorry. Alan Smithy. <laughs> he only did the director's cut. He didn't do the original. Yeah, because David Lynch is like, I don't want my name on this movie. Go away. No, stay here. Stay with me. He's going to get on the table. You're such a good boy. He's going to get on the table no, is what he he's going to do. No, he, he knows his place. Charlie, be a good kitty. Um, Dune is a heavy sci-fi film. Heavy fantasy sci-fi. And... It's plot 
is revolving around a chosen one figure played by Kyle McLaughlin. Of Desperate Housewives fame. And other things. Um, and he has to go to the planet Dune, which Dune is not its actual name. That's the, like the colloquial name. I don't know what planets have colloquial names, but okay, fair. Well, this, but we do. Earth? Yeah. Is Earth not its name? Terra is. That, that is, hang on. I might, I'm going to ask a real dumb question. That's a real thing, not a Marvel thing? No, it's a real thing. Oh, okay. The moon? That's also a that's also a societal name for What's the moon? Luna. Oh, that's cute. I like that. <laughs> no, I didn't realize that we were actually called Terra because I just I'd only heard it in the Marvel universe, so I just thought that was a weird thing Marvel made up. No, I mean Terra means Earth. Like but like not in the way like you know, Alright, fair enough. Those are the official names, Luna. Fair enough, everybody. Why do we call it Luna? That's so beautiful. Uh-huh. <sighs> well, alright. We went to Luna, the Luna, <laughs> in 1969. Not 1970, but the year before. <laughs> what is this song? Oh, if you don't know the song, we're not really friends, then are we? <laughs> what is this song? We went to the moon in 1969, not 1968, but the year after. <laughs> and when we got there, we discovered it was rock, not made out of cheese like we thought. We went to the moon in 1969. I don't know what the song is. What is the song? It's how I remember when we went to the moon. Yeah, but fair, but like, did you make it up? No, of course not. Who did? Chris, well, I, I don't know the writer, but Christina Romano sings it. Christina Carlson Romano? Yeah. And Even Stevens? Yeah. Oh, good times. Yeah, there's an episode right. where she has um, influenza, and so it's a musical episode. Nice. We were doing musical episodes back then, everyone. Yeah, Thanks, we were. Buffy. Cool story. Um... So then he goes to Dune, and he becomes, like, a, the Star-Lord oh, of gosh, Dune. Oh, gosh, we're talking about Dune. And then... Josh, this movie doesn't make any sense. We got, yeah, no, I know. We All gotta right, find, find some content. Shot. No. The lady... <laughs> okay, yeah, no. It's a good shot to start with. The lady... <laughs> Who doesn't appear until five minutes till the end She's of the film. the Emperor's daughter, though. Who's the Emperor? Uh, balding guy who... With uh, the bald lady? With squidgy face, yeah, that squidgy face comes and talks to. At the beginning. Yeah. Okay. So she starts talking about all this nonsense, and then we open and we go into this palace. It's golden. Uh-huh. They wheel in this thing, and there's a terrifying monster and there. It's, Lynch has a real fascination with its mouth. Like, endless close-ups on Squidgy Face's mouth. And then he's like, yo, go kill Kyle MacLachlan. He's like, alright. And then Kyle MacLachlan is a daughter of a witch. Son uh-huh. of a witch. But he should be a daughter. Because they only want women. And he's gonna die unless he's the chosen one. So he sticks his hand in a box. A Mr. Mealy Feely. If you, if you will. And then Bald Lady does a weird, like, voice trick to, like, see if he's the one. The voice. And it is. He is the one. Uh, Boyle guy? Uh-huh. Ugh, Boyle guy is gross. Sting? Sting is gross also. Uh, Ch- uh Chucky? Brad Dwarf? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> yep, they're there. I, I keep referring them to the Irish because they look like leprechauns. 
Um. I don't know what boil guy floats. Yeah, I don't know why they did they want the spice. It's like okay, so spice is like the power of the universe. Yep, that doesn't make sense. No, but like if spice, th- your bit <laughs> about like spice does everything. Spice up your life. Not wrong. Okay. The main problem with Dune is it doesn't I'll make. I'll tell you the main problem. Great, with Dune. perfect. It does you tell not me. Not star White Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> this was mine and Kyla's bit to survive this movie. <laughs> We would just repeat Kamala's lines as if we were White Goodman. My name, White Goodman, is a is a kill word. Is yeah, it's a kill word. Yeah. <laughs> Your new name. My new name is White Goodman. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. Nobody. <laughs> Nominated for an Oscar, White Goodman. <laughs> And the winner is... Why Goodman? Forget you, Chuck Norris. <laughs> uh, Max von Sydow's in this movie? There's a space battle. Uh-huh. There's betrayal. There's worms? This film... Oh, there's betrayal. This film feels like what Star Wars would have been if Star Wars had more words. Huh? This... It's like the prequels, because the prequels has a lot more words, uh-huh. with a lot less explaining. Like, there's no with the microbes, are. Yeah, it talks a lot and has nothing to say. <laughs> and so when you're watching it, you're just like, "Spice up your life." Um, it does this weird thing where David Lynch or the screenwriter or whoever wants to take credit for this, um, which L- Lynch Ron is also Hubbard. the screener. Anyway, no, um. They don't know how to adapt this into... They struggle with adapting this into a movie because they have to use so much narration. And there are literal times where, like, we're just hearing minutes of dialogue where a character is just explaining their inner thoughts. And the actor on screen is not emoting. They're just, like, staring off into space. Mm -hmm. Literal space. Um, and, and it, it, this feels very literary in that sense of it's dense, it's wordy. I feel like this movie would be better as a radio play where you could just imagine things in your brain and listen to it. It's kind of strange that this is so literary considering there's so many visuals in this film. But the thing about the visuals is that they don't make any sense no. narratively and they only serve to prove more questions, which... Make which yeah, this makes it a lot more literature. Which like science fiction, you can like sci-fi literature to some extent can be really good for adapting into a visual medium because you can just like bam, that's what it looks like. You don't which like sci-fi books they spend pages explaining what things look like, but then in a movie it's there and you live in that world and you don't have to explain as much all the time. Mm -hmm. This film, however doesn't use its visuals to tell a story why is the guy fighting not flying i don't know why do they look like irish people what why is this happening none of this is explained yeah and with that that becomes the most frustrating is that it gives me more questions and answers and i'm not excited to go seek out the answers you've also said in the past that good sci-fi like when we talked about the day the earth stood still um it presents societal questions 
and this doesn't. It just presents a hero's journey. Now, Star Wars also just presents a hero's journey in a sci-fi element, but it it's a good enough version of the hero's journey that I'm okay with that. I understand it's representing the still thing that it's representing to society what the hero's journey needs to represent. But it also includes different things of the reflect of society, like including the like the inclusion of Princess Leia and Lando mm-hmm. Calrissian, which yeah. is promoting representation within societal necessities. And this is a real white version of space. This is boring. Um, it doesn't do anything. It doesn't add anything. Blue eyes. Why are his eyes blue? Because he's from Dune. But I don't. That's what the movie does. It tells you. <laughs> it tells you an answer that's very unsatisfying. <laughs> as if it's supposed to be satisfying. Um, yeah. No, it's, yeah. Um, Lynch seems to, this is not very David Lynchian, actually. There is a good 20 to 30 minutes, about three-fourths of the way through the film, that it seems like he got to do what he wanted to with the visuals and the story and the storytelling. Uh, but other than that, this seems real standard. It seems like, I would imagine that Universal, who released this film, probably chopped it up. Chopped it up real good. Um, it's just hard to watch. It's, I, okay, I don't have anything else to say about that Dune. you have anything else to say about that Dune? Yeah, yeah. What, what you got? It's, no, Denis Villeneuve. Okay, this, this is where oh, I was going to okay. transition to. So, what, what do you have to, anything more to say about David Lynch's Dune? No, it's just, it's too complex for its own good, and it thinks that it's telling a story by stating a fact and thinking, oh, they're going to accept that. Where it feels like I need a supplemental, which like funny you pulled out and you're like, who's the vocabulary? Yeah. Words? <laughs> like it had like an insert, like so that you understand what's happening. Uh, the director's cut makes it three hours long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe we would have understood more. Who knows? <laughs> okay, so what I was gonna say to this a transition away from this Dune, which if you like this Dune, come tell us. Tell us what's good about this version of Dune. Um. What can Denis Villeneuve do, or maybe what are we? Exp- How can Denis Villeneuve make a good Dune movie? Based on I've not read the book, so okay. this is my only. Yeah. yeah. Don't. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> Go to television, make uh, shows about royals, and call it a day. Well, that's interesting. Here, yeah, put this on TV. It's a book series. Yeah. Uh, let us spend time understanding what everything is. Let's develop the character. Kyle McLaughlin's character is so bland that maybe if you even have all this like perfunctory science fiction stuff, if you bring in Timothy Chalamet and give him a character that's not just some bland guy staring off into the distance. Because the cast is solid. Like, I like the cast. I, I think that they are trying it again because, like you said, it's a series, and if it hits... And if it works, there's a there's a franchise there to go with there's that. There's a franchise, Charlie. You could be in it. Charlie could. You're going to be a worm. His tail is like whipping back and forth. I whip my tail back, back and, and forth. forth. I whip my, my tail back, back and, and forth. forth. I whip my... We missed that yesterday. Oh, we did. Um, we fell so hard. Yeah. And so fast. True story. That's okay. I don't love to. And then she this is gonna sound so more arrogant than I think it needs to, than it means to be. I don't like to win every week because that's when people start to notice us and they're like, "That team over there." Listen, game recognize game. Like if you're doing it in a good way, like I recognize Westeros. Westeros is a great team. I love that. Like competing against them. 
But like, I don't know. Others have called us out weird in the past. Yeah, like let's murder the small woodland creatures. Yeah. It was sad. It was weird. Yeah. Anyway. I think that I'm worried about the Venu version because Denisville New, I think, is similar to David Lynch. Style! It's all about style over substance. And while I think Villeneuve has some good films, and I think Lynch has some good films, um, they can get lost without somebody to rein them in. And so it'd be interesting to see how it ends up turning working out. Hey, Josh. Yeah. This was nominated for an Academy Award. Visual effects? No. Costumes? No. Sound? Yeah. Best sound. There you go. Academy Award nominated Dune. Yeah. Fair enough. Maybe you should have a section that's just Academy Award nominated films. <laughs> well, I wouldn't have to put Suicide Squad in it because I don't own it. Yet. I don't own it. Yet. I don't need to own it. What happens if you just, like, are looking through your video collection one day and you're like, where did Suicide Squad come from? I will, um, I'm gonna get a video of it and I'm gonna, like, break it. Oh, but it's a gift for me. Oh, I wouldn't do that then. It's, Josh, Suicide Squad is a very important film. It is a very in important the, film in the, to, in the canon of Dogs Watch Together. Yeah. We got Clip Clops. Yeah. <laughs> it started. It episode. started. <laughs> episode one. Yeah. What if I can get it signed from the by the entire cast? I love it. And then like you can you, just... give me the steel book. Give me the the steel book Suicide Squad. Oh. Do it. Would they make that? I, I'm I'll sure. Give you the Criterion Collection. That, that that they wouldn't make unless all the David Wayne Wayne, Wayne films. I don't know what his name is. Ayers. Ayers. David Ayers. Sorry. Yep. I think that hardcore science fiction like this is hard to make mm -hmm. and that's why we don't get a lot of hardcore science fiction uh the two science fiction films that are coming out this year that are getting wide releases are gemini man and ad astra which are coming out in this fall ad mm -hmm. astra which at first looked like it was somewhat of a like dramatic piece there's a uh, it, it could still be yeah the last shot in the trailer is uh, a space race on the moon I mean, alright, but it's James <laughs> Gray, like... I don't know what that means. It's the Lost City of Zed guy. Oh, okay, yeah. And the immigrant. And, yeah, like, he's a good director. Good. Okay, yeah. you've reassured me. And Gemini yeah. Man, which is... Angley. Which is Angley. It's science fiction, but it also looks like an action film. Yeah. Which I'm also, like, uh, science fiction holds itself to a lot of different genres, just like other genres hold themselves to other genres, and I think that it's a good mixing. But films... Like Dune, I don't know how well we're gonna do in the future of time and space, because we don't just accept that you say spice. Yeah, it's not gonna work unless, unless you are the great chef Casper. He is the greatest chef, so good that his film's just named. I like Chef. I don't even care. It's a good movie. Don't be like Griffin. What? Have, <laughs> have you met me? You're nothing like Griffin. Probably not. Griffin's annoying. 
Well, <laughs> I mean, at times. I'm all about the David dog. There you go. All right, friends. I think we're done. Uh, are we? Are we? Are we ready for the Planet Hollywood game? Yeah. Name actors in Dune. <laughs> Max wants I know. Um. <laughs> That's not a character. Here, do you want to look at this one first? No. Okay. She's struggling. She's struggling, everybody. Alright, name different movies in which the main character dies. Titanic? Um. Kill Bill Volume 2? Passion of the Christ. Um. Spoilers? Endgame? <laughs> <laughs> Man, if you haven't seen Endgame, we have spoiled it a lot recently. Don't spoil the Endgame. Yeah, we're spoiling it all at the Endgame. Yeah. Right, don't, don't lose <laughs> the card. When we're done, we're going to go back through. Over your dead body, we will. <laughs> Our last episode, we're going to do the remaining cards there. Oh, yes. When's the last episode? Never. Going to do this forever. Hi. Alright friends, if you want to get in touch with us, you can do so at many locations, including Friend of a Friend Podcast at Squarespace.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and iTunes if it's a five-star review or any star review as well as hit that subscribe button. Hi, Chuck Spice! <laughs> you can uh, that helps us get more listeners. Also find us on Facebook at Friend of a Friend Podcast and Twitter at DWT underscore podcast. YouTube's Tumblers Letterboxd. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, we kinda talked about Dune, so good job everybody. I've been Josh. Quack, quack, quack. You have quack. a name. You have a name. Spice. You have a name you haven't said it this whole episode. You started talking about cats. I've been Josh. Quack, 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 quack. Her name is Robert Paulson. Quack, quack, what? quack, what? quack, what? quack, what? quack. What? quack.